1029 The Hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast. This Bob and Brian On Demand is brought to you by Marcus Theaters. There's a big difference between watching a movie and getting lost in one. Find out what Marcus Theaters means by getting tickets to a hot new release at MarcusTheaters.com. And now, former AAA play-by-play man, Tim Murray. Hey, Timmy. Oh, wrong ones. Hey, Timmy. <laughs> there you are. said, I wish I was a triple-A uh, broadcaster once upon a time. Single-A. Thank you. For oh, that. I thought it was triple. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. No. That's right the cusp of making it to the MLB. Yeah. Might not have quit. When you got to a new <laughs> town uh, for a broadcast of, who did you have? What team were you with? Uh, two different teams. I was with the Frederick Keys, uh, which was uh, High A, Advanced A ball, and I was with the Aberdeen Ironbirds. Okay. Ironbirds. And you would get to your visitor's broadcast booth mm-hmm. with your equipment. How long did it take you to plug everything in and have it up and running? If I put, if I had a stopwatch and I said, okay, go. They were both They were different. Um I think the Frederick setup was pretty simple. It was like a small mixer into my computer. Uh, I did have to like remotely log into the our radio flagship because obviously we didn't have a live board op. We had to do it all ourselves. I would say under 10 minutes. Okay. Fireman Jim held up five fingers going five minutes, I bet. Yeah, right. I yeah. would say closer to five because it was two different kind of setups, right? You would get there. You'd set up the equipment, and then really the more pain in the ass came when you were trying to figure out a way to connect to your radio station. That would be the more tricky part. You know, we in Frederick, our our flagship was a uh, <laughs> a like four hundred watt uh, huh. former Christian station that we would have to remotely log into their computer and somehow log ourselves in to to get the game over the air. People are listening and going, but Tim, what did your engineer do while you were doing all of this? <laughs> uh, I would be, uh, I, the engineer was also uh, doing the same thing because that would be me. Yeah, right. Yeah, but wait, a one-man band. One-man band on the Ken road. Ken Summerfeld does all that, doesn't he? That's for the for, Brewers, for, years. for Bob Euchre, he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is, uh, It is, man, it is. When you have, like when I do those bowl games um, and you've got a really good engineer, God, it is It is so refreshing. It's just you don't have to worry about no. anything. It's just so nice. Talk. Yeah. Just show up, do your job. Where's my mic? Yeah. Did, did you uh, tape notes all over the walls? Like I see a lot of sportscasters do, a lot of the old school guys, they have notes taped all over the place where defenses are and there's subs that might come in and tracking hits. I did, uh, so what I would do was when you had, I would take, so there was always a stat pack. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, we got to provide would, those. Yeah. I would rip out the the batting, uh, you know, the stats for each team and I would tape those in front of me. And then I would always have the, lineup or the um full roster to my left on both teams kind of double so I can if if we had a pitching visit I would just look to my left and I would just right. kind of scroll my finger down and be like oh here comes fireman Jim to check out uh 
you know, Bob Madden, why is he sucking tonight? Uh, <laughs> Madden has dominated Fireman Jim over the years. I don't know why they're bringing him into the game. You tell a story and a about nineteen-year-old. Uh, no, no story about how he forgot a teammate or got drunk you know, somewhere. These guys. Did you have binoculars? Did you have a little set of binoculars for the night games I never, in the bullpen? I never did the binoculars. Looks uh, like uh, Brian Nelson's warming up out there. He's a crafty twenty-year-old. <laughs> yeah. Came out of Pepperdine High School. They didn't have binoculars when I was twenty. <laughs> Every once in a while, you can hear it. I don't know if you guys have picked up on this. Uh, so every broadcast booth, even in the major leagues, has a uh, – I think they still do it – has a, a speaker for the mm-hmm. official score. Oh, it's great. It's in the back. You can hear it. And you can hear it in the background. Official it was an error. Game time, 713. Yeah. <laughs> Temperature at game time, 74 <laughs> I degrees. Lo- I love that. <laughs> yeah. That you heard that I used to hear that in Cubs games yeah. with Jack Brickhouse in the 1960s. You would think yeah. they'd update it. I'm kind of glad no, they don't. It's the best system I, I have. It I don't mind. Changed. Yeah, it's okay. I do remember. Yeah. I you'd. Uh, I think I've told this before. Um, because after the games, you'd also you'd have to deliver the box score to both clubhouses. Mm, yes, you do. And they get all butt hurt on certain. It hasn't changed, man. That's so it true. Is, it is. It is. It was honestly the the worst part of <laughs> of my job. Yeah. It, and I, I had a cra- there were some crappy things about that job. I dressed up as the mascot every once in a while my first year. The worst part was delivering these box scores because they would just scream at you. And you're like, I have nothing. I am not the official score. I was gonna say, what? I am. Are you the official score? Why are no. they? No. But you would sit there and, you know, God bless these official scorers who make 40 bucks a game. It's not like, <laughs> you know, it's pretty it's, much it. They're not, you know, they're not the, the world's greatest. They they do it because they like baseball. And they there know is they, a they, hot they know dog and game. a soft drink included with there every is. game. Yep. There is. But you'd be sitting there. Or a and, shake in the milkman's case. Maybe. You'd be sitting there and I'd be, you know, it'd be like, ground ball to second. No, Joe Smith can't come up with it. And uh, that should be an error. Right. Base hit. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, no. That's 100% true. And then you're just sitting there. You're like, oh, I'm going to have to give this. And then, and, and then, of course, like you're just like, no runs. God, have no runs so it doesn't affect this dude's nope. ERA. And then, sure enough, six runs will score. <laughs> yep. All the runs are earned. Like, oh, <laughs> oh, come on. on. Oh. You have to go in there and you get yelled at by the pitching coach. How could that be? I'm like, I, I get it. I get it. Are the and official then, scores identified anywhere or are they supposed to be secret? Or no, they're, they're identified. No, they're identified. Um, okay. Yeah, they're on the – every once in a while, like, I, I would try to – we would have to get them on the phone um, with with the manager and they'd have to, you know, plead their case or whatnot. Every, there were a couple, there was one we had in Frederick, we had a rotation of three official scorers. And one of the guys was, I mean, they were all nice guys, good at what they did, but one dude would always stay and he'd be like, did anyone have any gripes? I'm like, yeah, he did. He'd be like, okay, I'll go down and talk to him. I'm like, sweet. Wow. Save, save some of my, Day, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, others because they don't have to adjust others, anything, right? No. They don't. No, have, they don't have to listen. Their job, to right? No, it's that they. No, it's it was their score. Wonder discretion. why he didn't want to go home. <laughs> right, <laughs> was waiting for him at home. We had That's a official, great question. Uh, we had an official scorer uh, in Aberdeen, who was an, a former scout for the Orioles organization, and and the Aberdeen Ironbirds were an Orioles affiliate. So you know, nice guy. 
but he was just the most stickler for for catchers and i just our poor catcher we had a kid who was so aberdeen this this uh type of league doesn't exist anymore because manfred hates baseball um so what they what they (laughs) used to do was the draft would happen in june and then a league would start up about two weeks after the draft and in the mid-atlantic area it was called the the new york pen league there was a league in uh, in like the Montana area. It was called the Pioneer League. There was a league in like Port, uh, Oregon and Washington, even a team up in Vancouver called the Northwest League. It's called the Short Season A Ball. So it was a lot of these college kids who were like eighth, ninth round picks. They would come, and it was decent baseball. It wasn't great, but it was it was fine. But we had one kid who was a converted outfielder that the Orioles drafted in like the sixteenth round. And they wanted to. They were like, he's athletic. He's got a good arm. We don't think he's gonna, you know, project as an outfielder. We're gonna try him at catcher. So they were trying it out. So this kid didn't catch all throughout college, and now he's trying to catch in pro baseball. So he wasn't very good. But anytime a baseball and fireman Jim can attest to this bounces before the catcher, even if it is the most easy play, like Bob, you uncork just an easy curveball bounces right in front of the catcher, hits him in the chest. That's my signature pitch. (laughs) Even if it gets past him, that's a wild pitch. The rule is, the unwritten rule, I think, is if it touches the ground before it gets to the catcher, no matter what, it's a wild pitch. Mm -hmm. Can't assume that he's going to block everything. And this poor kid, man, our official score was ruthless. He'd be like, (laughs) pass ball. I'm like, no. And I'd go out there and I'd be like, Joe. It, it hit the ground before and like I don't really care and I remember the kid came up to me and our and our manager was a former catcher his name was Gary Allenson he played for the Red Sox back in the 80s kind of this grumpy old dude and and he just like would like he would just like look up at me because he didn't really care during the was, game no 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 oh. after the game because he didn't really care he he was like he knew that the writing was on the wall he was the triple-a manager for five years and they reassigned him to short season a he's like he was Oh, he, he, he was a miserable yeah. the whole league, the I mean, whole year, miserable. And he's like, three pass balls. I'm like, I, I know. He's like, come on. He's like, he wouldn't even get mad at me. He was like, it was like that disappointed look. He's like, and I remember the kid came up to me one time. He was like, do I really have 16 pass balls? I was like, yeah, that's that's how the well because th- that kind of uh, official scoring and and those things that's going to affect these guys' careers. Oh my god, yeah, they're fighting for spots. They're looking at numbers, sure, up above in the yeah. in the oh, higher yeah. league. Yeah, I mean, yes and no. Like it it does because if the the scouts aren't you know watching it, they're like, geez, you know, Brian has four pass balls last night what the hell's going on with that kid well then but, they're gonna cancel the trip out to aberdeen to, to see me play yeah, yeah yeah right um but i remember they were gonna some, go to helena and check out that right, kid some other guy <laughs> yeah Renelli kid yeah right. it was undrafted free agent at a marshall who was just all on my ass for like one one unearned run but why are they getting on your ass they because know they you're I, not they the thought scorer. i could, they thought they I could change sometimes. it sometimes and uh He's like, hey, did you change? And then the pitching coach, whose name was Alan Mills, who was a former Oriole reliever, it was his first year as a professional coach. He used to like, I don't know if it was just 
he enjoyed giving me crap. But like I'd come in, I'd be like, "Hey, Alan, uh, what's what's the rotation the next three days?" He's like, "Why do you need to know?" I'm like, uh, "I gotta tell the other team if you're throwing some lefties or righties." He's like, "Ah, don't worry about it." I'm like, "No, no, no, oh. I that's my job. I gotta I'm like." You're in short season A ball. We're not yes. uh, we're not hiding any secrets here. But yeah, he used to give me crap. Just be like, hey, uh, he probably, he probably hey, told hey, the Tim, guys after you Tim, walked did out. Did you change that? Uh, did you change? Jose wanted to know if you changed the uh, earn run. I'm like, I I can't. It's like, oh no. okay, work on that. <laughs> work on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he probably told the guys after you walked out, and they said, why do you give him such a hard time? <laughs> he likes it. <laughs> uh, like- I, don't, I don't think he does. No. I don't think he does. Yeah. I don't think he likes it at the all. Iron Birds are looking for national anthem singers. Yeah. Click here to apply now. So are the Milkmen. Yeah. I'm always looking for new new singers. You don't want me singing the anthem. Probably don't not. look at me. No, I'm not going to sing the anthem. Do you, do you listen to the yeah, prospects? They yeah. They send in a, a so they tape. do it live or they send you tape? They send me something. Okay. MP3 file, yeah. Okay, so you don't have a day where you sit like American Idol I wanted, at a I table. do want to do that and film it. We did that for hilarity. Frederick. Yeah. Like open oh, auditions. Yeah. I'd be like Simon. <laughs> horrible. <laughs> some seven-year-old. You're girl. horrible. Say horrible. Some eight-year-old kid. Yeah. You're horrible. Can you Just do July tenth? <laughs> right. do, do you have a list of go-tos? Oh yeah. Okay. Sure. Is there a oh, guy yeah. on the the grounds crew who, if you, I had our our, our color guy do it on Friday because we had right. a cancellation, so he came down from the booth and sang. And it was really? Great. Yeah. Uh, a texter uh, says, uh, "Tell Fireman Jim the Brewers were so bad last night that I had to watch Steel Panther on America's Got Talent." Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I love Steel Panther. That's a win. That's a win. I had to watch Steel Panther. Dude, I didn't know they were on. I would watch. What were they too. doing on America's Got Talent? They've got talent. That's were, why. Were they the inspiration? <laughs> they might have for been. others to you know something to strive they for. They can't sing half their library on regular TV. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way. Can't do that song. Can't do that song. Nope. Can't say that. All right. The reason I, I uh, the the miners. What's going yeah. on with the uh, with the milk men? Uh, well, they're on the road. They're going to come back next week for a six-game homestand, and uh, the fun continues. All right. Before the six bananas games, come in. Uh, yeah, what, they do six-game homestands, uh, I think, June 4th to the 10th, I believe. All right. Yeah, and they got fireworks Carmen Friday. Jim, did you guys uh, Video change, game night. What else? Did you guys change up? Uh, because one thing that uh, the, the commissioner that hates baseball uh, <laughs> did tweak, which I actually agree with, was – they changed the minor league baseball schedule where every Monday is, is now an off day and you don't travel. You just go to one city and that's it for the whole week. And I actually think that's really smart. That so, has happened with us only with Cleburne. Like they were just here for six games because Texas travel, but a lot of our teams are Chicago, Gary. They're okay. not too far away, Yeah. but yeah, every Monday is except for a couple that's we're independent ball. So we're affiliated, right. but not affiliated. So we have most of our Mondays up, but they didn't play Memorial day and they'll play one more Monday. How much are the Milwaukee sweatshirts? I don't know. How much are they? You gonna get one? What do you? They've got some new swag. Are you in the clubhouse there? Promotional picture. Yeah, there's some good stuff in there. Minor league stuff goes like gang. You got a good name, a good logo. Mm -hmm. Yep, sells big. When uh, when does uh, when does uh, food truck night start? That's this Thursday. Starts Thursday. Tomorrow. Right. I gotta get out there and hook up electrical. (laughs) We got live music coming in. (laughs) 
Yeah, really get my 220 going. Hook up electrical. What does that mean? Run a run an extension cord. We have a mobile 220 thing that that we roll out and it connects to our 220. 220. That's a lot of power, uh, fireman Jim. We, you know, be careful. Pyrotechnics and uh, all that. No, we have none of that. 220 is nothing to fool around no, with. But your electricians it. will tell you 110 is more dangerous. Oh, yeah, that's more uh, so your heart thing. You know, oh, at 110. Yeah, throw, yeah, mm-hmm. 220. Probably hurts more, but your heart's not going to quit. Kicked by a mule? <laughs> I don't know. I've never been hit by two twenty. <laughs> uh, no, me neither. I don't want to. I don't want to do that. So not not good. But electricians always tell me one ten's no, more we're dangerous. We're that hooked up, and uh, yeah, band starting, and then of course milkman are in full swing. And you have a candy drop coming up. Yeah, no, I guess our candy drop, and we you have, have a helicopter. Video game you, is there a helicopter service that specializes in candy drops for you, fireman? You can rent helicopters, yeah. and uh, you can take a ride. And can can, can I bring some five gallon? Pails full of candy. <laughs> sure. Hey, can you fly over to the stadium real quick? <laughs> Woo! <laughs> All right, we're done. All right, we can go. Life of the Miners. Yeah. It's awesome. It's great. It's a lot of yeah. fun. It is a lot of fun. There's some cool team names out there. And yeah, check out a game.